Oh yes, thank God. We have learned from the lips of the Redeemer. We have learned from the lip of the Creator. What did we learn? We learned in Exodus chapter 18 that once we receive counsel from man, when I say man, I mean religious leaders, parents, once we receive counsel from any man, that we must run back to the Creator and ask for approval, seek for His approval before executing whatever advice that has been given unto us. We must seek for His go-ahead. Now, woe to any man who gives an advice and doesn't turn the heart of the person who is giving an advice to back to the Creator, the giver of wisdom, the giver of all things. Abadetro gave Moses the advice on selecting, sorry, his advice to select judges so that he wouldn't kill himself. He told him, go back to your God and ask whether you should do as I have suggested. That is good. Like I've always said and I would continue to say, God is giving us all all that we need to know, all that we need to be, so that we will be where He is. He wants us to be like Him. Yes, He wants us to be perfect as He is. Because two cannot work together if they don't agree. So, if we would leave... <laughs> Not even walk this time. But if we would live with him, then we must be as he is. And he, he, with the Bible, I can see that he longs to be with us. So much so that he's given us everything. There's, he's given us every pinch of information. He's given us every pinch of detail to be as he is. God is merciful. God is merciful. And as we study, I hope, I hope, oh, I hope I'm not even passing an impression that this is the story of the Israelites or the story of men of old. This is you. This is me. These corrections, these counsels, they are for you and they are for me. Hello, you're welcome to the Gospel Space and I am your host, Oluwa Femi. I'm glad to have you here on the podcast today. It's been a while, yes, I know, I apologize, I apologize and really I don't have any excuse. But I'm glad we have life and we can study together again, together again, again, again. Thank God, thank God very much. So as I was studying today's um, chapter, we are studying Exodus chapter 19, I was trying to reflect on our last study, Exodus chapter 18, and I was trying to do, I, I was doing a comparison, I'm still even doing a comparison in my head, as to what things were like then, and what things are like now. And it is 
very troubling you see in exodus chapter 18 god revealed to us that they had no knowledge of the commandments of god that was why they needed a judge now they needed someone they could approach to judge matters amongst themselves now the, the the sad part of it all is they needed moses to pray to actually intercede on their behalf like my you know so so amazing to read that but looking at now i, I just i see the same thing happening but it's just putting on a different clues oh oh I, I, you, you you just look up to someone that ah if this person prays for me oh this oh that and in my head in my own head I, I i wonder why is it that the person we look up to to pray for us that person has some sort of access to the father and we that are flesh and blood like whoever this person is cannot go to god by ourselves and he would hear us like that, that's something that just always comes to my mind and as I went through today's um, chapter, I, I, I saw some truth. I saw how God initially wanted things to be. In fact, I've been seeing a lot of initials, even from Genesis chapter 2 and Genesis chapter 3 when man fell. There's been a, in fact, why am I saying chapter 3? Genesis chapter 1. A lot of initials. Oh, God created man perfect. Oh, then man sinned. Then there were initials. Oh, God did this. Then man did that. God did this. Then man did that. One thing, one thing that I would like us, to, I would like to say again is how God wanted there to be priests on the earth. And remember, for every head of each home, the father is to be priest. Now, we, we know that because we have been tracing the life of um, the family, most especially of Abraham. We see that in Abraham. We see that in Isaac. We see that in Jacob. In fact, we see that in Cain. We see that in Esau. It's a mixture of good and bad priests. But we need more confirmation. I, as I studied today's chapter, I saw that, oh, this is the this is the head of all confirmations. Nigerians will say this is the Ogapatwata of confirmations. So, it's so exciting to see the originals. Before there were priests, and now when I say priest, I mean um, as a pastor. Before there were there was anything like a pastor or anything, the head of each home was the spiritual leader. There was no church then where all of them would go and they would go and sit down and be listening to one person. In each home, there was a leader and that leader was and is usually the husband i'm like ah oh, the way of god is so perfect but you see as the pattern has been when man fails when man falls then god will make provision that okay you failed in this aspect let's do it this way and what is all of this talking about god really wants to save man he is thirsty, he is hungry to save us. And I wish, I pray that we would be as hungry as he is. 
as we will be determined to do right. A lot of things we hear these days is, oh, no, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. That, that's, that's a false gospel. The one that created man, the one that sees the end from the beginning, has instructed, he has given us a command, he has given us a charge. And he has said, be ye perfect. As your father in heaven is perfect. So yes, we must strive. We must learn to exercise our will towards righteousness. Today, <laughs> I hit my chest. I hope you heard that. I will choose to do right. Let us have a word of prayer and go straight into our study. Exodus chapter 19. Let us invite the Holy Spirit to come and abide and teach us God's words. Our dear Father in heaven, we thank you for today. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love and your kindness that you have bestowed and showed us even when we do not deserve it. We thank you for life. We thank you for every privilege that you have used to call us to turn to your path, to your own path of righteousness. Please help us, Father. Continue to help us. Continue to make these provisions for us. Help us so that we do not take it for granted. Please forgive us of all our sins. And please send us your Holy Spirit that He may guide our feet in the path of righteousness. That we may have a burning desire to do your will. That we may long and thirst for thy kingdom. Thank you, Father, for we have asked in Jesus' name. Amen. Exodus chapter 19. Let us study together. In the third month, after the children of Israel had gone out of the land of Egypt, in the same day they came to the wilderness of Sinai, for they had departed from Raphidim, had come to the wilderness of Sinai, and camped in the wilderness. The Israelites camped there before the mountains. Now, as we have been studying, we can see God giving us light as we go further and further. Now, I believe this gives us an understanding of how they traveled. Now, this, this is what I see. This is what I see. I see, remember, first of all, let's remember that we have the record that 600,000 men left Egypt. And according to statistics, as we have said before, women are usually more than men. Now, if there were more women, then the children were more, I believe. Because um, in these times, in the times of the Israelites, anybody below 20, they were regarded as children. And they didn't count them. So, the 600,000 that the Bible gives us is 20 and above so you can imagine the amount of people that journeyed from the land of egypt to the land of canaan now it it's it, it looks like a long journey three months but don't forget they had cattles they had donkeys and all of these things that cannot just go on one long distance especially children right so they had to camp in one place and rest and relax and this 
and that and all of those things. And Moses went up to God, and the Lord called him from the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, and tell the children of Israel, You have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and now and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you out to myself. Now this this is a change of authority. They were under the Egyptians, they were under Pharaoh. Now God is telling to Moses to tell to the children of Israel, you can see how I delivered you from Pharaoh and now you are with me. You are brought to myself. That is a change of leadership. Now this is very essential. To whom you and I are under, we must obey. They were under ungodly rulers. They were under ungodly people. They were under false rulers. As we have seen the woe of certain man as head in our lives. Now the authority has changed. Now you are not under fallen man. You are under me, righteous God. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine. This is an interesting thing God has told Moses to tell us. And this is not just the Israelites. The Israelites, this story is is for them now it is for us and you see i like how god is giving us his heart like we are not going to be deceived at least not by him we can only deceive ourselves now what god is telling us here is those that are precious those that are special in his eyes are those that will be Now take that again. Those that are special in his eyes are those that obey. So therefore, let's not think that, oh, because we are getting promotions in our workplaces, oh, we are receiving, in quote, unmerited favor, or, oh, I'm, I, I, I know I'm nice, people like me, and, and this, and all of that thing. Let's not think that we are special in the sight of God because of the material or quotes or comments of people. That does not make us special in the sight of God. What makes any man special in the sight of God is that he obeys. This is me saying it. No, this is the direct words spoken by God to us. It is the direct word. And it is very interesting. From Genesis, I've, I've been saying over and over and over and over again, obedience is just this key thing that God is trying to, or, or God is emphasizing over and over and over again. 
And he says, And you shall be to me, to him the creator of all sins, a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Let me finish it. Let me finish this up. Let me finish this up. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. Now, remember when I was saying that every head of the family was regarded as the priest. Now, you can see God drawing them back to the beginning. Now, he didn't tell Moses to deliver this message to the selected judges that Jethro advised. Or he didn't tell him to deliver this message to the elders of the people. He said deliver it to all. Deliver it to all. That means, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests is to all the children of Israelites. Uh, All the children of Israel, pardon me. All of them. Not a special, specially selected group or, or one person that has been assigned. It was to all of them. So Moses came and called for the elders of the people and told them and told them all the words which the Lord commanded him. Then all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken, we will do. So Moses brought back the words of the people to the Lord. And the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I come to you in the thick cloud that the people may hear what I speak with you and believe you forever. So Moses told the words to the people. So Moses told the words um, of the people to the Lord. Now this is very significant and this is noteworthy. This is noteworthy. God gave Moses an instruction. He said, tell the people that I will make them a special people. I will make those that obey a special people. And I will make them a nation of priests. Now, as that was declared and they accepted it, and I said, I will appear to all of you. Not only to Moses this time. I would appear to all of you because you are priests now. I would appear to all. The reason why I said you should take notes of this is because we would get to future verses. In fact, all through the Bible, we will see God appearing to priests. So let's take note. What are we taking note? All the children of Israel were to be priests. This is the initial thing God had planned. This is the initial thing God had planned. All of them were to be priests. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes, and let them be ready for the third day. For on the third day, the Lord will come down upon the Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. You shall set bounds 
for the people all around, saying, Take heed to yourselves that you do not go up to the mountain or touch um, its base. For whoever touches the mountain shall surely be put to death. Not a hand shall touch him, but he shall surely be stoned or shot with an arrow. Whether man or beast, he shall not live. When the trumpets sound long, they shall come near the mountain. Now this is very interesting. There, if, if there be any lesson I can extract from this is in going to the presence of God, one must be consecrated. That's one. In the heart. And number two, one must go clean. Now what does it mean to go before the Lord? <laughs> this is very interesting. What does it mean to go before the Lord? Is it does it does it only mean that when it's a congregational gathering or does it mean at every point of seeking the face of God we must be clean now this is very this is a very interesting um command God is giving us in our prayers we say oh lord abide with me as i'm going out today please keep me safe in the devotions we pray, maybe those that have vehicles and are driving to any particular destination, they pray, God, please keep me safe. I imagine when you get to your workplace, God, please help me today. As a student, when you get to school, oh God, please help me, please give me wisdom. Is that not communion? Is that not inviting God to our lives, wherever we find ourselves? Now, God says, because I will come to you, consecrate yourself, and even have your clothes washed. Now, the reason why I was saying all of that is, if when we pray, when we go out, when we sit, we are praying, whispering prayers to God to help us as to one thing or the other, does that not mean that at every point we must be clean outwardly? And clean inwardly. Now, in all of these commands, in God's command that we should be fit, He is giving us the how to do it. He's not just giving us a charge that be perfect, perfect as I am. He's teaching us how. If you would invite me to your life, be consecrated, be clean. And I can imagine if we make this a habit of being consecrated inwardly and even outwardly, then don't you think that work of righteousness will be highly possible, will be highly attainable by His grace. By His grace. So Moses went down from the mountain to the people and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes, and he said to the people, Be ready for the third day. Do not come near your wives. Then it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunderings and lightnings and thick cloud on the mountain, and the sound of the trumpet was very loud, so that all the people who were in the camp trembled 
and Moses brought in <coughs> and Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet with God and they stood at the foot of the mountain now the mount Sinai was completely in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire Oof, I can imagine the trembling its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace and the whole mountain quaked greatly and when the blast of the trumpet sounded long and it became louder and louder Moses spoke and God answered him by voice every single one heard the voice of God can do you know what privilege this is <laughs> let me finish this up then the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on the mountain or uh, uh, on the top of the mountain and the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain and Moses went up ah what honor what great privilege they heard the voice of God now there is a way the mind works when you hear a voice once you don't you cannot not forget that you heard such a voice ah what a high privilege the children of israel had very high privilege to hear the voice of god remember remember <clears throat> the last great in fact the greatest of the greatest privilege that humans had was the experience of Adam and Eve who actually saw God, who worshipped with God physically, not, not, not by prayer, they physically worshipped with God. They spoke and I can imagine they ate together. Now these ones, a chosen people, they heard the voice, all of them, every single one of them heard the voice of God. Oh. Don't you wish to be in heaven? Yes, we hear the voice of God through the Bible today, but it cannot be compared to actually hearing his voice. Ah, mercy. And the Lord said to Moses, Go down and warn the people, lest they break through the gaze. Sorry, let they break through to gaze at the Lord and many of them perish <laughs> I can imagine the curiosity I mean <laughs> okay let's, let's go on before I express my thoughts on the verses also let the priests who come near the Lord consecrate themselves lest the Lord break out against them but Moses said to the Lord the people cannot come up to Mount Sinai for you wonders are saying set bounds around the mountain and consecrate it then the lord said to him away get down and then come up you and aaron with you but do not let the priest and the people break through to come up to the lord lest he breaks out against them so moses went down to the people and spoke to them praise god
praise God. It's very interesting. After such sight, I can imagine their curiosity. Ah, this melodious, thunderous voice coming from a thick cloud. And they're wondering, ah, I, wa I want to see, I want to see, I want to see who is speaking. I want to see who is in the midst of the clouds. If I were there, if I were there, although a command has been given not to, but the heart will still long to see. To see. You see, there is this beautiful thing about putting a face to every voice that one hears. And I can imagine the voice of God. Thunderous and yet filled up with melody. Sadly, I can only imagine the experience they had. Sadly. Sadly, sadly, sadly. But it's a great one. It's, a, it's, it's an experience they will never forget. Even down to the crawling children. Because we have the record that they trembled. They trembled. Oh, God be praised. God be praised. Let us quickly take our word of encouragement from the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 6. And it reads, But seek first. Number one. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Who are those that are regarded as special in the sight of God? Those who are obedient. Those who obey. Are the ones that are precious. Are the ones that are the apple of his eyes. Not those who have an understanding of his words. Not those who can teach. Not those who can stir up the heart of men to obedience. No, 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 not that. Not those who are good in words. Not those who can convince. But those who obey. So, if you and I are not obedient, if you and I are not keeping the express commands, not 99, not 9 over 10, but 10 over 10, 100%. If we are not doing that, then as God has spoken, we are not special in His sight. And to whom who is special in His sight, shall He give His heart to? My dear friends, the only path we have, the only way we can be special, the only way he can regard us as son or daughter is if we obey. I would always repeat it since the Bible is repeating it, who am I not to repeat it? The essence of the Bible, as we have been studying from the book of Genesis, is obedience. 
obedience is all as we have been seeing from the Bible. <laughs> Order this journey from Genesis chapter 1. And this is the truth that we are seeking. Only this is the truth. I pray as we go about our businesses today, that we will continue to meditate upon these words. That we will seek for help. That we may do as God has commanded. This is my earnest prayer for you, my friend. Do have a wonderful day. Have a blessed day. Let these words guide your heart, your lips, and your actions today. Is my prayer. God bless you.